Tina Kuea, no mai, haidi mai. My name is Will Appleby, and you're listening to Animal Matters. The greyhound racing industry has had a double blow in the last couple of weeks. One of its tracks is facing closure, and another potential new track has failed to even get off the ground. And Aotearoa has been silently battling an outbreak of salmonella in the chicken meats and egg industry. Now, the industry is facing tighter rules in an attempt to stamp out the disease. Animal Matters is brought to you by Safe for Animals. We release new episodes every week, so make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or whatever your favourite podcast platform is. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at safe.org.nz forward slash animal matters. I can't remember the last time we didn't talk about greyhound racing on Animal Matters. Well, except last week, because that was an interview with Kelly Phelps from Fraser Bird Rescue. Go check out that episode if you haven't already. Two weeks ago, it emerged that the greyhound racing industry had submitted a proposal to build a straight track at QE2 Park in Christchurch. Two other proposals were also made, including a multi-sport and entertainment complex and an archery range. Ultimately, the Christchurch City Council has to approve the final proposal, but it's up to the Waitai Coastal Burwood Community Board to decide if they think the proposals have merit, and whether or not to request a more detailed proposal for final consideration. Last Monday, the community board met to discuss the three proposals, and they've decided to reject the Greyhound Racing proposal, opting to request detailed proposals for the sport complex and archery range. Board Chairman Kelly Barber told Stuff that there was no will from the board to see greyhound racing return to the area. He also described a cacophony of noise and a lot of emails from people expressing their concerns. He also told Star News Canterbury that the board felt that the greyhound racing industry was going to be under greater public scrutiny in coming years. And he is not wrong. The greyhound racing industry has until the end of 2022 to demonstrate to the government that they've made improvements to animal welfare, data collection and transparency. Otherwise, they risk closure. Considering that the industry has struggled to demonstrate this over the last decade to not one but three reviews, it's looking more likely than ever that greyhound racing will be banned. So, of course, the community board didn't want to run that risk Putting the animal welfare issues aside, it would have been irresponsible to let the straight track proposal go ahead just for the fact that the track could be useless in 14 months' time. At the end of the day though, this is a phenomenal outcome and a promising sign that local democracy is still alive and well in Aotearoa. While the brakes were put on a potential new greyhound racing track in Christchurch, the industry is also down another track, this one in Whanganui. Hattrack Raceway in Whanganui has gained a reputation as particularly dangerous. We've spoken about it at great length on Animal Matters. During a four-week period in December 2020 and January 2021, five dogs were killed. This is when Hattrack Raceway popped up on our radar and SAFE called for the track to be closed and investigated back in January this year. Since then, a further four dogs have been killed, with no action taken by the industry. 
Even Racing Minister Grant Robertson made a reference to Hattrick Raceway during an interview when he announced the Greyhound Racing Review. SAFE has repeatedly called for the track's closure. And finally, Greyhound Racing New Zealand have acted. On September 23, the industry announced that racing at Whanganui's Hattrick Raceway is indefinitely suspended, pending an independent assessment due to safety concerns. My initial reaction was, (laughs) about time. It's hard not to feel a little bit vindicated when decisions like this are made. SAFE has repeatedly raised this track is particularly dangerous and worthy of investigation. The sad thing is, it's taken nine months for the industry to get to that decision. And during that time, scores of dogs have been injured and four killed. It's also hard not to feel like this decision was made to soften the industry's most recent blow. Grant Robinson has given them until the end of next year to improve animal welfare or risk closure. No doubt they will point to this decision as a demonstration of the positive steps they've taken. But credit where credit's due, it's good that racing at Hattrick Raceway has been suspended. Here's hoping it remains closed. The egg and chicken meat industry has been battling an outbreak of salmonella for many months now. This story has been ongoing for some time, and the outbreak is proving difficult to stamp out. Emergency measures have been proposed for poultry farms after a salmonella outbreak earlier this year. Routine testing and chicken vaccinations are among moves aimed at protecting our egg-loving nation. The Ministry for Primary Industries has introduced new rules in an effort to get this outbreak under control. This includes routine testing, chicken vaccines and pest control to reduce the risk of rodents and wild birds contaminating the farms. How did this outbreak start though? And what's causing it? I know very little about salmonella, and I haven't really been following the story all that closely. So I spoke with our resident chicken expert, Safe Campaigns Manager Jessica Chambers, to unpack what's going on with this outbreak. So when did this outbreak start? Uh, The outbreak was detected this year. Um, MPI has reported at least six farms have tested positive for salmonella, And it's been found in farms that breed chickens for their meat and egg farms. And it's also been detected uh, to a hatchery. Okay, so it's not just a specific sector. It's obviously broiler chickens, egg chickens, hatcheries. How many farms are infected? Um, At the latest date, the information I have is that six farms have been tested positive, which has resulted in over 130,000 birds being culled to try to contain the disease. Okay. What what has caused this outbreak? Well, when you have tens of thousands of animals confined in overcrowded, filthy conditions on intensive farms, there's always going to be a huge risk of diseases being spread among them and to those who eat them and their byproducts. Um, chickens who are raised indoors, for example, this includes chickens bred for their meat and barn-raised egg-laying hens, they have to live in their own feces for the entirety of their lives. Um, So it's really a no-brainer. Keeping thousands of stressed animals in filthy conditions is a recipe for disaster, and not only is it inhumane for the animals, it's a risk to people as well. This isn't the first chicken disease outbreak we've had in New Zealand. And if we continue to allow these birds to be farmed like this, it won't be the last. New Zealand has one of the world's highest rates of Campylobacter, a disease found in the majority of the country's chicken meat farms. 
infectious avian bursal disease was discovered in New Zealand in 2019 after not being detected for almost 20 years. And I don't think they actually know where that one came from, which is quite concerning. Um, The Poultry Association of New Zealand seems to be more concerned with how much these diseases are costing them in profits when really they should be looking at the obvious, which is the fact that they are farming chickens in a way that is so unnatural and intensive. One sick animal can result in hundreds of thousands of birds becoming ill, um, which means essentially there is a high likelihood that they will be killed to contain a disease. Thank you for listening to Animal Matters. This podcast is brought to you by Safe for Animals, New Zealand's leading animal rights organisation and produced by myself, Will Appleby. Make sure you subscribe to stay across Animal Matters on whatever your favourite podcast platform is. If you're listening on Apple, please leave a rating as it helps other listeners to find the show. Until next time, Matewa.